from University Athletics. This is the Burnham Up podcast. Burnham Up is brought to you by McDonald's. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And we are back. Another episode of Burnham Up podcast. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here. Week two of this podcast and this adventure we're going on. Carmen, we survived the opening weekend of the year. And we this, did. This week... It's not just us talking. We've got ourselves a guest. Yeah, so for all of those who listened last week, and thank you. So there was like... 103 as of this recording. 103, which is amazing because it was just you and I talking, which is not the greatest content in the world, right? No. But, I mean, as, as entertaining as we are. And so we told you last week, we'll obviously have student athletes, coaches on the show. And so we are pleased. We expect this, this week's episode to be a whole lot more engaging for our fans because we have women's soccer player Ellie Chrysler with us. And uh, Ellie, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Carmen. Yeah, Ellie had a great weekend last week, and we'll get to that here in just a minute. But uh, she is a veteran forward for the Lady Flame soccer team, and so we're pleased to have her. So, yeah, it's going to be a whole lot better, I think, this episode. Uh, definitely. So also just named Golf South Conference Player of the Week for this week. So a little round of applause Let's there. Go. Two goals and an assist this week. And looking at some of the numbers, Ellie, you – you really just set the pace for that offense, especially in game one and in game two. Talk about your connection with the other girls up front because you've been playing with players like Lauren Weimer and Mallory Hayden quite a bit now the last several years. Yeah, so um, I mean the dynamic's a little different because we are missing one of our fifth-year players, Riley Henry, and so it's kind of a big difference from last year. Mm -hmm. And playing with... Mallory's amazing playing with Lauren's amazing and I feel like the connection that us three have and even some of the other veteran players on the field like Kate she had two assists to my two goals so I mean I feel like that speaks for itself like the connection that we all have oh absolutely you know your teammates put you in the right spot and then so third let take us through Thursday okay opening game it was hot. I mean, were you guys were you guys feeling that? Because you were on the pitch a lot over the first two games. I mean, played a lot of minutes. So, um, you know, how important was preseason training getting you ready for that? Because obviously, I mean, it's it's hot out there. You're playing, and, and preseason is great, but it's not like the regular season, right? I mean, it's a different level. Yeah, it definitely is a different level on the field or whenever we play our games. Because on Saturday, on Saturday, it was extremely hot. Yeah. And I feel like there's only so much like preseason training and preseason like fitness you can do. And Chris and Gigi, our coaches, do a great job of making us run, honestly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. And so I feel like we're as fit as we can be. And we're definitely prepared for those situations like on Saturday, where we're playing at 1.30 in the afternoon whenever it's 90 degrees. And so like, yeah, it's like the best we can do. Talk, talk about the yeah. couple of the new players that got some quite a bit of playing time up front. Grace Berry yeah. and uh, Juliana Lopes. They made an impact as freshmen essentially from the get-go. Yes. I am very impressed with Juliana. I will say like she was a late commit and she's from Brazil, so she doesn't really speak a whole lot of English. Her main or her first language is Portuguese. And so I I'm like over the moon for her. I feel like she feel, fits in with our team like great. I mean, her personality, she's so sweet. And on the field, I think she adds like a little bit more of a technical piece to our team, mm -hmm. which I mean, a lot of us are more of like athletic and speed type players. And so I think she's a great addition to our team. And I think Grace is as well. I think it'll be fun to have her as I write forward for the rest of the season. There you go. Yeah, they know how to play a little bit of soccer in Brazil, uh, yes. right? And no, so they've certainly sure. 
he got that going for him. And so, uh, obviously, a good start to the year, right, Ellie? I mean, you guys get the 4-1 win on Thursday, and then you're able against Ohio Dominican, then you're able to come back Saturday. I knew it was going to be a tough match with Cedarville. It's a 1-1 draw, but Matt had some chances there in the second half, certainly, uh, to find the go-ahead goal. When you compare, I know this season is young, but but what's the mindset for you guys as returning leaders to be able to say, okay, last year was special. Last year with 19-0-1. Last year, of course, it was you know just an amazing year. Came up a little short in the NCAA tournament, but how do you keep that momentum going but also recognize that it, it's a whole new season and there's some new players and it's going to be a different dynamic? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely hard and it's been hard because I know, at least for myself, I look back and I am comparing especially our record of being 19-0 and last season to like wanting to keep that record sure. for this season and even like next season and the seasons to come. And I think it's like we talk a lot about how we have to remember that this is pretty much a completely new team. Like we have five players that are not with us this year and um, we kind of have to accept that it's going to be different. I think we're still going to be a very successful team, but yeah. I don't know. You just kind of, of course we still want to win. Like our goal is a national championship and we're still striving for that. Right. But there are going to be some ups and downs and yeah. like we tied and it's unfortunate, but yeah. like, we're just going to keep our heads up and keep playing. Well, you tied, but let's be honest. Like there, there, it has been a long time since the lady flame. That, that's listen, every season different. Like it, it's hard to keep streaks like this going but it's an impressive streak because you guys have not actually lost a match you got to go back to the spring of 2021 to find a match that the lady flames lost so pretty impressive yeah and it's one of those things where you keep wanting to have a perfect record but you also got to understand sometimes it's not going to happen so how have you how's your team kind of taking that mentality like everyone's trying to give us the best shot and how are we going to face when we face adversity and go forward with that i actually just talked to um, some of my teammates about this and talked about Chris and how talked to Chris about this. Um, we're just going to like fire right back at them. Like they're going to give us our best. I shot. like it. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> and we want to make it hard for them. Like we want to fight fire with fire. Like we want to win. And that's really all you can, all you can do. I love it. Fight fire with fire. Yeah. This is the yeah. burn them up podcast. I mean, there's a lot of great branding material right here, too. So we're talking with uh, Ellie Chrysler, who is, of course, uh, the GSC Player of the Week, a great uh, great attacker for the Lady Flames already with two goals on the year. And so, okay, Ellie, we uh, for the, our fans who are listening, they may not know, yeah. you are actually, uh, your boyfriend is on the men's soccer team, M.A. Michaela, right? Yeah. And he's a pretty good player. He's an all-conference player. So I've got to ask you this question, and I'm sure he'll be tuning in. Who's the better player, you or him? I think he is the better. Player. No way! Come on. <laughs> Maybe the first ever. Someone She's said humble. That. Yes. She's humble. Right? I'll let him take it because <laughs> my assistant coach Gigi, he will. He's not one to give out compliments, yeah. but he will give compliments out to Ma. So that's a bit of good insight there. Yeah. Okay. So Gigi okay. is a hard guy to impress. Of course, yes. was a great goalkeeper for the Flames back in his playing days, and he says he likes Ma's game. Yeah. There and you go. We've had a conversation about Ma possibly going pro after he's done in the States. And so awesome. I'll let him have, I'll okay. Well, you, have you're a great player in your own right, but he is also a, a very good player. And the men's soccer team is off to a two and O start, uh, beat both teams three nil last week. So congratulations to them. 
Yeah, he likes to give me a hard time about <laughs> I'm sure he does. being better. <laughs> there you go. Good, good, good competition there to make each other better. I like yeah. it. So I'm new to Lee. So explain to me, and you can explain to other people, how did you find out about Lee? You're, you're from Colorado, yeah. not really the closest state, let's be honest, to Tennessee. Yeah. How did you end up coming to this institution? Um, it was actually through a mutual friend. She uh, played volleyball. I can't remember how many years ago, but it was a while ago. And her dad was my like private tennis instructor, I'll say. And he was like, oh, like you should play tennis in high school. And I was like, no, they're the same. It's the same season as soccer. And he was like, oh, have you committed? Like, where are you looking? You should look at Lee, my daughter, my um, stepdaughter, I guess, was playing volleyball at Lee at the time. And I reached out to Chris and he was like, okay, like come out, come out for an ID camp. And I came out and it kind of just all fell into place. It really was like, I don't know, like pieces to the puzzle coming together. Sure, sure. And like right place at the right time, I came out and that was pretty much it. I like signed with them the next season like wow. the next year that's yeah. a great great story yeah so I've, I've always wondered that myself too yeah. because it is you know not not typically although you know as our teams have continued to have success our recruiting base has grown nationally yeah. but not typically a state we uh we recruit in so that's a pretty cool story. so tennis was also a sport that you loved i take it yeah my mom is a huge tennis player okay. so she wanted me to take after her so maybe if we need to get on the phone with patrick hines yeah. the tennis coach and say hey you need to give ellie a look maybe one more so, semester next spring that's yeah. right that's right <laughs> So, you've been here now five years. How is how have you seen yourself kind of grow as a soccer player in these essentially five seasons? With the COVID season, you you got one more year out of it. How have you seen yourself from a freshman all the way to now kind of grow? Well, actually, my freshman year I tore my ACL, and so I would say that I have really played like a full. This will be like okay, my sure. second full season, just because like COVID. We didn't really play in the fall, and then in the spring, we only had our conference tournament. And last year, I would say, is my full season. And so senior year. Already here. My <laughs> second, I guess this will be my second full season. Sure. I don't know. I feel like I've improved, like, immensely just from being on the field more for, like, more time than my freshman year and my sophomore year. And that's really the big difference. Well, Ellie, we thank you so much for your time. You are the first student-athlete on the Burn'em Up podcast. We couldn't think of a better student-athlete to kick us off here. Congratulations on a great start to the year, and we look forward for exciting things out of the Lady Flames this season. Thank you. Before we come back, we'll hear from our main sponsor, McDonald's. We'll take a break and come back, and we're going to talk about what fired us up from this week for Carmen and myself. Back here in a moment. The Burn'em Up podcast is proudly brought to you by Smith Family McDonald's. Smith Family McDonald's is a proud supporter of Lee University Athletics. They have 10 locations to serve you. Sweetwater, Athens, Etowah, Okoy, and four locations right here in Cleveland on I-75 exit 20, 25, and 27. Madisonville and Ottawa locations as well. Smith Family McDonald's. Go Flames! And welcome back. Big thanks to Ellie Chrysler for joining us, the first guest on this podcast, Golf South Conference Player of the Week. Two goals and an assist, and she's looking to keep rolling that on down the line. Well, some great insight from Ellie, right? And so it was just uh, a lot of good insight. How she came to Lee, you know, yes. it, uh, obviously it was like, you know, God kind of ordained that, put the puzzle pieces together just through a mutual friend. 
and comes out for an ID camp, and a week later she signs with one of the top programs in all of Division II. Uh, of course, you know, she was very humble in deferring to <laughs> yes. her boyfriend, M.A., as the better player. He's an outstanding player for the men's team, but uh, they, they are two outstanding soccer players in their own right. And then, uh, you know, I thought it was interesting, too, what she said about, you know, I've been here a while, but this is really only my second full season. And so right. she's still, I think – uh, you know, after tearing her ACL her freshman year, uh, certainly had to, you know, overcome that adversity, uh, off the field uh, adversity that, that life has thrown at us. And man, she's just uh, continued to improve and play at a high level with a lot of grace and strength. And so, yeah, we appreciate Ellie so much. Next segment coming up here, we're going to try this. It's going to be called What Fired Us Up? What Fired Us Up, Tang? And who knows? It could be something um, unbelievable. Good or bad. Yeah, it could be good or bad. <laughs> Whatever we saw this past weekend, we'll figure it We'll, we'll have to figure it out as we go almost sometimes because sometimes it might be something the day after a game that right. fired us up. So right. this weekend I was just fired up to have a game. That fired me up just to have men's and women's soccer at home playing at the RCC and just getting a chance for the fans and for us to finally see what the hard work we put in. Yeah, absolutely. It was a great weekend. Obviously, you're always excited to get the season going. Um and it was just great. It was great to be back on the mic. You and I got to be on the call for those soccer matches. Uh, great work by our creative team in, in covering the weekend. And a very successful weekend. I mean, the Lady Flames, uh, you know, obviously, you know, as Ellie mentioned, you know, maybe a little bit disappointed with the tie. But it was a good Cedarville team. Cedarville played yes. tough. And so it was a, a good 1-1 draw on Saturday. They get the big win 4-1 to on Thursday against Ohio Dominican. The men's team opens up on the road. Big 3-0 win at North Georgia. Then they come back on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and they get a big 3 nothing victory over Emmanuel. So, yeah, it was a great start to the season. What fired me up? All right, are you All ready? Right. What I'm fired ready me up? I was fired up for the Israeli connection on our yes. men's soccer team. Yes. So, shout out uh, to our to our guys. Noam Stein with a beautiful cross to Sagi Rada, who was cutting towards the net, who flicks it in for the first home goal of the season for the men's soccer team. That was in, what, like the fifth minute yeah, real of, early. of the victory against Emmanuel on Sunday, 3-0. And so those are two guys that have been with the program for a few years now, veteran players. And, uh, uh, you know, Nyshok is another uh, uh, you know, another guy that's in there uh, who, who is from Israel. So it's been a great pipeline uh, mm -hmm. bringing those players over here uh, to the men's soccer team. Uh, Coach Potiger and myself got a chance to be on the Mixed Morning Show. And so I think uh, I think he said 12 different nations are represented yes, on the team. It and is. so it's just really cool to see different players from different parts of the world come to Southeast Tennessee, come to Lee University, and compete at a high level. But I'll go with the Israeli connection on the first home goal of the season for the Lee men's soccer team. That's what fired me up. There's a lot of potential for stuff to be fired up this week for us because every team is playing at home this weekend. Women's soccer, let's start the week. There's a lot, Carmen. Okay. Women's soccer is Thursday night, 6 p.m. at the RCC against Emmanuel College. So the men's team came on Sunday. Now the women's team comes down on Thursday. And then the Lee Invitational. If you like volleyball, go to Walker Arena. There's a lot of good teams coming, including the national runner-up, who Lee will face first at 1245 on Friday in Washburn. Yes. So it, it we talked about this last week, okay? So shout out to Coach Cal for playing the toughest schedule in the country early on, right? So last week they played Tampa, <laughs> the defending national champs, and that match, you know, was a tough match for us, obviously. It was but, respectable, though. Very respectable. But after the first set, I thought mm -hmm. we really battled uh, there in the second and third set. But 
good challenge for the ladies. Washburn's the number two team in the country. I believe they were the national runner-up yes. last year, losing to Tampa in the national championship. So, yes, it'll be a good test. Uh, but I know the ladies are anxious to get back on the court in Walker Arena and get things rolling. Do you have the full schedule up there? Let's go through it. So it, it starts to like – listen, grab your Starbucks. By the way, Starbucks has their pumpkin spice back today, Tang. Okay, it, it launched back today. I know it doesn't feel like fall outside because it's like 110 degrees out. But if you're like me and you're just you're wishing, hoping, praying for fall to come and fall weather, uh, I had the pumpkin spice latte. It was delicious. So go out there and try it. I always think you They're not a sponsor for us, but they should be after that commercial. We're recording this, what, August 30th? You should yeah. wait till like September 1st at least before releasing it. Well, that's Thursday. But, I just jumped yeah. the gun 48 hours or so. But, uh, yeah, so it's starting at 9 a.m., right? Yeah, 9 a.m., trying to pull up the schedule. On Friday. Here now, there's six teams coming in here this weekend, and – Come on, schedule load as leave Lady Flames. I'll give you. I can give you theirs right now. They play Washburn at twelve forty-five. Twelve forty-five, and then we flip over the page to that evening. St. Leo, an in-region matchup against a pretty good Sunshine State team. Yep. That's at six thirty, and then on Saturday, three fifteen is Erskine out of South Carolina, and then they wrap up their part at 7 p.m. against Trevecca Nazarene. The Trojans making the drive down I-24 to I-75 to here at Walker Arena. That is correct. So if you can't be in Walker Arena, make sure to tune in to the Leaf Flame Sports Network, and you'll get George Starr on the call. We'll have the McDonald's Countdown to First Serve show 10 minutes prior to each tip-off. Now, do be aware with it being an invitational tournament, those times are approximate, so yes. uh, we may not start right at 12:45. We may not start right at 6:30, but hopefully we'll be uh, we'll stay on on time as much as possible. But it's going to be an exciting uh, weekend of high quality volleyball in Walker Arena. Montevallo is the other team that's coming. Obviously, a Gulf South Conference member. We're yep. not going to play them. We'll see them later on. But games start at 9 a.m. Trevecca and Montevallo at 9 a.m. on Friday. St. Leo and Erskine at 11. Then 12:45, 2:30. 4.45, and 6.30. Yeah. Now on Saturday, 9.30, 11.30, 1.15, 3.15, 5pm, 7pm. So Mr. Adam Belford, statistician, is going to be sitting in his seat for quite a while <laughs> this coming up weekend. But then we look at men's soccer. They only have one game this week. Yep. It's against Carson Newman at the RCC at 7pm. So after you watch some volleyball, head on over to the RCC and cheer on our men's team. They t- take on a very good Carson Newman team who beat West Alabama and beat Spring Hill this past weekend, two Gulf South Conference teams. Yeah, so I think we'll find out a lot about where the men's soccer team is. I know in talking with Coach Potiger, he likes where they're at. They're a very deep team. They have yet to concede a goal. Um, you know, they, they like to play an up-tempo style. They've scored six goals, have not conceded yet in their first two matches. So I think he feels pretty confident about this team. I think he likes the fact that they can – you know, there's really been a good battle in the preseason for starting positions because they're so deep. Uh, they bring five, six guys off the bench. You play 35, 40, you know, uh, 30, 35 minutes a, a match. And so that's that's great depth to have, especially early in the year while teams are still trying to get their conditioning up to pace, up to midseason form. So good challenge on Saturday night for the Flames. Should be an exciting weekend of action. And then the final game, the women's soccer team goes to Dahlonega, Georgia to take on North Georgia. UNG is 1-1 one and one on the year. Beat Anderson, lost to UNC Pembroke. First away challenge yeah. 
for the Lady Flames. Yeah, they have three home matches, obviously, to start the year, and so it'll be good to get on the road. You know, get on the road, uh, handle that environment. But like Ellie said, everybody is going to be giving you their best shot. They're going to try and defeat the Lady Flames, and I love what she said. We're going to match, you know, fire with fire. We're going to give it right back, and that's what you got to do. You got to rise to that level. And I know the Lady Flames will. Episode 2 in the books. Our thanks again to Ellie Chrysler for joining us. We'll be back next week. Guest yet to be determined. I think we're going to determine that depending on how the weekend goes. And we'll see who else has a fired-up performance for this week. That's going to do it. Our thanks to McDonald's for bringing you this podcast. For Kamala Astoria, I'm Philip Tang. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>